Good afternoon, Alvis, and good afternoon to the listener. Now, you seem to be asking a, a lot of tough questions to, to the listeners out there. Now, the prevailing worldview is that you are either male or you are female. Your thoughts? Well, I don't think it's that much of a hard sell, Elvis. I mean, mm. science is moving away, as you've heard, um, from that binary two-dimensional view of gender, male or mm. female, no in, in between. And in fact, it's now considered unethical for, for doctors or psychologists or psychiatrists, for that matter, to subject transgender people to shock therapy. They used to use electrical shocks mm. to try to shock the mind into being in line with the body, as it were. Um, that is considered unethical. So you can see that the moves to try and fix people that mm. f- find themselves in this condition, um, mm. it's moving away from that and it's moving towards a situation of saying these people are as they are. We need to accept them how they are and it's teach them how to mm. accept themselves. It's like we heard in the package where people would, you know, where doctors wanted to change these kids at, the, at a very young age. But why is the story so important to you? Well, Elvis, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. Um, My gender identity aligns with the gender I was assigned at birth. Um, But one day I hope to be a mom. And what if my child has gender dysphoria? Um, It can happen. And, 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 And what if my child doesn't sit comfortably with these gender roles that I assume for them or my expectations of them? That's why the story is so important to me because it's been a journey. And the biggest lesson that I've learned um, is that being gender dysphoric or being transgendered is, is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. And that maybe, just maybe, there's a space somewhere in God's kingdom for, for everybody to coexist. Um, I mean, if you look at the natural world, for instance, it doesn't conform to this binary concept of gender either. Um, so so you, after an example that comes to, to mind is babies that are born intersex. Mm. Um, you, you have a, a, a very prominent example in, in Casta Semenya. Yes, because that was a big story. Exactly. Mm. Um, the psychologist Ethel Wayne Rebello explains a bit more on that. Well, you get a little girl who maybe has got a little penis. Or you, you get a child that's got a uterus on one side and testes on the other side. And so generally the accepted manner of dealing with such cases is to just do medically necessary surgery, give the child a gender on the understanding that the child's real gender identity, and it might be different, might emerge in puberty. Now, Candice, there's, there's a lot of misunderstanding and, 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 and people, you know, mis, misunderstand and misrepresent the facts uh, sometimes to, to, to this effect. Can you speak about that in, in terms of what it means to be transgender? <laughs> um, I've actually had my fair share of what they call foot in mouth disease. <laughs> When I was conducting interviews, gathering information for these for the series of stories, I kept asking my interviewees, what does it feel like to be trapped in the wrong body? I said that. <laughs> um, don't judge me. Everybody thinks that. And it's, it's a misconception. It's a common misconception. But that mm-hmm. is how I was able to, to highlight that. Mm-hmm. And you've heard the response to that in the package from Jabu Pereira, where he speaks about not feeling trapped in his body. I mean, it's the only body that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but feeling trapped by societal prejudice, feeling trapped by the fact that when you go to the, go to the mall and you want to use the loo, it's male or female. Mm. And there's no in-between. He doesn't in between. recognize any, anybody in-between. And that's, that must be very disconcerting because, I mean, everybody needs to use the loo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday when I was scripting part one, uh, the angle I took was, uh, although born female, a man has made South African legal history by becoming the first transgender person to enter into a surrogacy agreement. That statement is fundamentally flawed because it, I, if you've always seen yourself as a man, mm. it doesn't matter that you were classified as female at birth. 
And besides, uh, babies are born, not genders. You know mm. what I mean? So mm. the correct term there would have been to say assigned as female at birth or classified as female at birth because mm. that's the overriding message that I got from everybody. Uh, for instance, Dr. Anastasia Thompson uh, was assigned female at birth and uh, was assigned male at birth. Mm. And I, I asked her what, what it was like being a little boy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I was never a little boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I also asked uh, Dr. Thompson, and I'm, I really appreciate that she bore with me, uh, why she would want to leave her manhood behind. You know, why would she want to transition to be a woman? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so awesome being a guy. You have all these privileges. You are a job who's saying you can walk around at night. I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what she said. All right. So firstly, the question is flawed. It's not about wanting to be anything. It's about who I am. And it's not a choice that I have. That sensation of being uncomfortable in your own skin, being aware of the privilege that you're receiving and being made uncomfortable by it. You know, the idea you walk into a restaurant with a female friend and she gets completely ignored and the waiter standing at the door looks at you and says, Sir. In closing, do you think that the message is out there that people are understanding it right now? If if only one person was converted, I can raise my hand and say I was through the journey of doing this story mm-hmm. um, about the misconceptions and the ideas that we all hold about about transgender people the transgender people but I got a mixed bag of responses from people in general and I do think that we need to address a lot of those misconceptions that people might hold I mean there might be a kid that's facing bullying in the classroom because he or she is different from everybody else Um, and and we know that there's a high suicide rate among transgender people Um, so this is really something that we need to pay attention to Thank you so much for your time That was our senior constitutional court reporter Candace Nolan in studio. Now, I hope that we all educated our